0: Sitting here in the nude in my living room. Sitting here in the nude in my living room. My ball sticking to the couch. My ball sticking to the couch. It's kind of painful, but I like it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey everybody, it is uh, me, your boy, Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. I got a dog at the end of the couch, Sadie dog is on the floor, the cats, I don't know where they are. I'm going to assume that they're on the porch, but it's dark. It's dark and I can't see. I can't see if they're out there or not. So I pray to God they are. If they're not, you guys know what's going down in Chinatown. They are upstairs. Shitting. On my bed. They're shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Because they're fucking cats. (laughs) There will never be anything as funny as a fart. (laughs) I kinda, I bring it up. I bring up farts. I, I had a cat when I was younger. I had a cat named Farts. The cat died. Rip farts. <laughs> Get it? Rip farts. Anyway, uh, I listened to a uh, nationwide sports talk show. Uh, D, I think it's what is it called? D A in the morning. Damon Amendola on CBS Sports Talk Radio. I like it enough. It, I, the reason I like it more than a lot of uh, other sports talk shows is because they do try to be goofy. They do try to be irrelevant. You know, they don't necessarily take themselves incredibly serious, right? Sometimes you need a little levity in the morning. You don't need fucking crazy sports hot takes, right? I dig that. But yesterday, yesterday, when I was listening to the show, they were talking about one of the co-hosts who recently left. He left like a week or two ago. His name was uh, Jason Mraz. I think his real name was like Marash, but they called him Mraz. Whatever, it's irrelevant. He was, his character was, he was like the, the, the wild hare, right? He was the wacky guy who would throw hand grenades into the conversation. You know, he would do dumb things. He was the guy who was doing all the food challenges. He'd eat all fucking shitty food because he was a fat, dumb, goofy fuck, right? And that was his role. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, folks, I didn't really care for him a whole lot. I didn't find him very funny. I found him fucking annoying. So when I heard that he left, I was like, good, good, get him out of here. Here's the weird thing, though. He was on this national morning show, and he left to go to a local afternoon show in New York City, WFAN, he was he's working with Tiki Barber, apparently, whatever they do. I I don't know if it's like three to six or noon to three or whatever the fuck it is. I don't really care. But apparently they were considering it a promotion. And I'm like, what a promotion? That doesn't make sense to me. Uh I you know, usually in radio, morning shows are the top dog, right? Like if you want to be on a show, you want to be on the morning show. And I'm assuming you'd prefer to be on a national show as opposed to a a local show. Even though it's New York City. New York City! Even though it's New York City, I would rather be on a national show. But I I don't know, whatever. So he's, he's moved on. Good for him. He moved on. But DA, the head guy, the man in charge, Damon Amendola, was talking about at one time he had to suspend Mraz because Mraz did something that D.A. did not feel was professional. D.A. did not believe that this was respectful of the listeners. Stu, what did he do? Did he call the, the listeners cunts? No, nope, nope, nothing that cool. Did he? Uh, did he use a racial slur? No, nothing nothing like that. Well, still, what the fuck? What did he do? Well, Moraz belched on the air. He belched into the microphone. And it was recorded and sent through the airwaves to the listeners at home hearing some fat fuck uh, rip a good one. Some fat fuck was drinking too much Diet Coke after his fucking Double Whopper value meal. And he ripped a good one. So DA suspended him, apparently, for two days for doing that. It was disrespectful to the listeners. And I'm like, are you shitting me? Right? Are, really? That? Goddamn Howard Stern built his career around burping and farting into the microphone. A much more successful career than DA on CBS Sports Talk Radio will ever fucking have. It's Sports Talk Radio. It's dudes listening to the goddamn radio. It's dudes who are probably scratching their balls as they're listening to Sports Talk Radio. It's dudes who are fucking unemployed and have nothing better to do than to sit around and listen to sports talk radio in the morning. They haven't gone to bed. They've been on a fucking three-day bender of cocaine and ham's beer. One of the funniest things that has ever happened to them is they heard a guy on the radio belch into the microphone. I was stunned by your news to hear... D.A. saying that he did that. I was like, that's dumb. That's dumb. There's there's plenty of things you can suspend a guy for. Belching into a microphone is not one of them. Dumb. As far as I know, they haven't replaced the guy yet. It's kind of like... Uh, it, it's a show of misfit toys over there. Because there's D.A. and then there's like three or four other dudes and I'm not going to lie to you folks, they seem rather interchangeable. The voices all kind of sound similar. They all seemingly have the same kind of point of view. I can't necessarily tell one fucking idiot from the next fucking idiot. But maybe that's how they like it. They like it so that they are interchangeable, so that if one disappears, you don't necessarily notice because they all sound the same. It's nice when you can allow someone to develop their character or show their personality in some kind of fashion where they can be a little different nope we need to be homogenized everybody needs to be the fucking same and then we'll shove that shameless down the listeners throats fuck Football starting tonight I don't know if you guys have been watching or not it's on uh, Peacock the good old Cleveland Browns versus the New York Jets in the Hall of Fame game. Clearly it means nothing. It's a preseason game. Uh, None of the starters were playing. Aaron Rodgers was sitting out. Deshaun Watson was sitting out. I'm sure a lot of the better players were just fucking relaxing, taking it all in. It's nice that it's back. It's nice that it's back. I was watching some of it while I was... Looking for things to talk about on this podcast. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, everybody. I'm looking forward to football. I got tickets to see the Bills play the Bears in a couple weeks. That should be a fun game. Looking forward to that. I've never been to Soldier Field in Chicago. I keep hearing that they're building a new stadium out in the suburbs somewhere. Now, I know Soldier Field's an old piece of shit. It's kind of unfortunate that they kid uh, build the stadium downtown, but it's probably one of those things of they'd probably have to knock down Soldier Field and then build upon that ground to fucking do it, but whatever, whatever! But how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? I hope it fucking was. Why? Because today is Thursday, August 3rd, 2020, Trace. Hopefully it was a good day at work, a day doing whatever the hell you do on a Thursday. A thirsty Thursday. Maybe you were getting hand bone drunk, if you were, good for you. But if you had a shitty day, everybody, if you had a shit-tacular day, have a beer, go to bed, and wake up and tomorrow is Friday, right? It's hard to have a bad day on Fridays. Usually payday for a lot of people. You're fucking eight hours away from the weekend whatever, maybe some of you already are starting your weekend, whatever so hopefully you have a good one if you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening I'm like fucking 11 minutes in and I have not introduced myself that's how I do this podcast I'm Stu McAllister, the host I was a comedian for a long time a social worker for a longer time and now I just make mistakes that's my life, making mistakes And the mistake that I currently am doing, I work for the West Michigan Whitecaps, the single-A baseball team, for your Detroit Tigers. I'm actually going to a game on Saturday. Saturday, I'm going to a game. I got free tickets uh, for donating blood. I'm a regular blood donor, and uh, they're like, hey, we, we like to acknowledge and recognize the fact that you donate on the regs. Here are some baseball tickets. And I'm like, thanks, I can go see a game for free anytime I want. (laughs) But uh, I appreciate it. So I'm going to go to the game. I got uh, some food vouchers, too, which is nice. So it should be a good time. But uh, I never work over there at the ballpark. I deliver dip, not ice cream, all over the great state of Michigan. And so today my boss had me do the Mayo route, which is uh, the Alpina route. It's It's a fucking it's a haul everybody i i worked 14 hours today and i was unable to complete the route it is a monster of a route it's technically a two-day route it's uh they they really want you to spend the night over there to get a hotel And i'm not gonna lie to you folks i fucking hate that i mean if i have to do it i'll do it But now that I don't have anyone, uh, no one's living with me to watch the dogs, I got to be kind of conscious about it. So, like today, I I took the dogs with me. I got the two bad dogs, brought them with me. So, that's always convenient. So, uh, but I I cranked out as much as I could, came home, came back. There we go. Fairly uneventful, other than. Uh, my boss, Tad just... I ah, fuck, man. I don't know what's going on with him. He sounds like he was sick. I didn't see him at all today. I was just talking to him on the phone. He sounded super congested, just did not sound well. And maybe because he's feeling sick, he just is kind of like in a whiny mood. But he came across as just like a huge bitch. <laughs> he just was complaining about fucking everything under the sun. And it's weird to me when your boss complains to you about whatever I'm like you're the boss (laughs) a lot of the shit sounds like you can fix or you have some sort of way of fixing it I mean it's nice that he feels comfortable in telling me some of this stuff but sometimes I'm like fuck I don't want to hear this (laughs) I don't need to hear this man so it really was an uneventful day I sold okay uh, our seasons kind—I of, hate to say it—our seasons kind of winding down. A lot of the places that are seasonal campgrounds, uh, fucking bouncy house parks, shit like that—they're like, you know, they're done in like a month, so they're not necessarily buying a whole lot more. So it was just—it was just a long fucking day, just a long fucking day. So what I thought was gonna happen was I thought the boss man was gonna have me finish the route. Tomorrow. But he calls me. He's like, all right, this is what I'm going to have you do tomorrow. I'm going to have you do this, this, and this. And all this shit was in Detroit. And I was like, so when do you want me to finish this route? And he's like, yeah, I'll just finish it on Monday. And I'm like, okay. But then I had to tell him. I was like, hey, man. Hey, man. I can't be into work until like 9. Which, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, everybody. I know a lot of you maybe are working like a 9 to 5 job. Uh, I'm usually would have been at work for, like, three hours at, by 9 a.m. Uh, He's like, oh, what's going on? I was like, well, I have to go to the doctors. And I and I do have to go to the doctors. I'm not, I don't have an appointment. I actually have an appointment with the doctor on, like, the, the 14th or whatever. But I was like, I, um... I got to get my meds. The doctor's hooking me up with some free meds. I got some blood thinners. I've been off my blood thinners for a bit everybody because I ran out and the doctor wasn't going to um, give me any more because I haven't seen her in a bit. That's why I have the appointment to see her in like two weeks. And so I was without, but my legs been feeling kind of (laughs) weird. It's where I have a blood clot in my right calf. And it was just, I don't know, feeling kind of weird. And uh, so I called them. I was like, hey, uh, you guys have me some samples in the past. Can you give me a couple more to tide me over? And they were like, sure. But I got to go to the office and I got to get them. But tomorrow, this is what sucks. This, I, I don't know. What is your doctor's office like? My doctor... Their doctor office doesn't open till fucking 8.30. And then it's... They're done by like 4.30. And then tomorrow... They're done at 2.30. What the fuck? What the, God damn it. It's like my fucking vet. My vets open 8 to 5.30. That's it. Every day. They don't have... They used to have one night where they were open later to like 7 or some shit. I really don't understand... How these places fucking don't have some hours that are convenient for people who fucking work (laughs) you know a good majority of the people I would say most people are working first shift maybe I'm wrong maybe more people are working second shift but I would say probably more people work first shift maybe you have some hours that are a little convenient for people working first shift you have a couple fucking a, a day or maybe two days where you fucking, you're fucking you open till like 7, 8 o'clock. Particularly in these places where it, it's a group of people. It's a collective. It's not just a person. You're not seeing a vet, a doctor. There's like, we got four physician assistants. We got four veterinarians. Can't one of you fucks just have some later hours? Jesus Christ. None of them have weekend days anymore, like you dicks. So if I want to get these meds, I got to fucking go in the morning because the, there's nothing I could do to be back fucking so goddamn early to be back by two thirty. Lick my dick, suck my balls. That's awful. And you know how they get away with it because they can. What are the alternatives? It's not like I can take my pets to somebody else. I mean, unless I find a, a, a veterinarian clinic that has a little more convenient hours. Fuck. I also, this is weird, too. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast or not, but I've seen my doctor now. I don't know, like, it's been like two years. She's Technically, she is a physician assi- assistant. So she can prescribe meds and all that, but I don't know, I guess she's not technically like a full medical doctor. I don't know. She can prescribe meds, so I really don't know what the fuck the difference is. But not once, everybody, not once in like two years has this lady ever grabbed my balls. <laughs> no, I don't know about you, and this this one's for the fellas. Fellas! Shouldn't your doctor at some point in the last two years have grabbed your balls? Shouldn't my doctor be checking to see if I got fucking testicular cancer or something like that? No, I'm not saying that I'm looking for my doctor to do it. But I'm also concerned that my doctor hasn't done it. Because before, when I did see the doctor on the regular, I saw a different doctor. He's kind of retired, so that's why I'm not seeing him anymore. He used to grab my fucking balls on a regular basis. (laughs) It's just comfortable knowing that your doctor cares enough about you to grab your balls. (laughs) So when I see her in like two weeks, I should be like, Hey, Doc, shouldn't you have grabbed my balls at least once in like the two years we've been meeting? And then she'll be like, Nope. That's antiquated. I don't need to touch your balls. I'm like, all right, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if I like this new medicine or not. <laughs> I don't know if I like it. Whatever. I ha- I've had my oil checked. I had that the oil checked back in what was it October or whatever. Got that old fucking uh, the the was it not the prostate exam, but. Was it the prostate? No, the col colon exam. I had to fucking drink all that shit for the colon blow. They went up and fucking stuck a camera up my butthole. Good times, everybody. Good times. Good times. So I don't have to do that for like ten years or some shit like that. That's good. That's good. Um. All right. I, I got nothing else really. I mean, I got I got things I got I looked up. I got, um, you guys, longtime listeners, and I had a new subscriber to the Patreon today. I appreciate that. I know it's the beginning of the month, and it's always, the beginning of the month is always goofy, because I gain Patreon subscribers, I lose Patreon subscribers. I usually, I'm somewhere, I have, I got six listeners, but I usually have somewhere between 50 to 46 people subscribing to the Patreon. I legitimately believe they don't listen, <laughs> but they give me five bucks a month, so what do I care? So I got a new subscriber today, but it looks like I lost one or two. I, it, I just see the number, so I don't know who left. I don't care enough to fucking look. I think it would be uh, soul-crushing to find out somebody uh, that, that I knew was a regular listener. They stopped listening. But I'm like, hey, shit happens. You get tired of my ass? I get it. You you, want to spend your five bucks somewhere else? I fucking get it. Trust me, everybody. I begrudge nobody a damn thing. In this day and age, with so many options out there, fuck, I'm super blessed. I am blessed that I have as many Patreon subscribers as I do. I am clearly not complaining. I am in awe that I have as many as I do, and I appreciate each and every single one of the, the subscribers. And I appreciate the people who just listen to the regular freebie shit. Thanks for listening. I don't know why you do. If you can do me a solid, if you can at least like the Facebook page and the Twitter page, because that's where you can listen to uh, the clips of the day the listener Jason sends. He listens every day. God damn, I know he does, because he sends me the clips of the day. So uh, go like those and show some appreciation to Jason by liking the clips of the day post as well too. Um, if you could share and subscribe and all that shit, that would be awesome. So, but anyway, I had a listener, Big Mike, down in uh, down in Texas, sent me this article because uh, he knows that I am a uh, I am a big fan of Street Justice. <laughs> I love Street Justice. If you guys don't know what Street Justice is. It's when somebody has been wronged and they take matters into their own hands and it's usually beating the shit out of somebody. Man, I am here for it. (laughs) So this happened, this incident happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've been to Tulsa once, no, was it Tulsa? Yeah, it was Tulsa once. I had a gig in Tulsa at a fucking bar called the Lazy Toad, I think. (laughs) Fuck, the lazy toad. There was one show Friday, one show Saturday. And it was okay. It was all right. The Saturday show was better than the Friday show. It was all right. But I'll always remember that gig because on the drive home, my car took a shit in Missouri. And uh, I had to spend the night. So I had all this extra expense. I I think I, I ended up, when I ended up getting back home, I think I, like, broke even for the weekend. That, that's the shitty thing about comedy, is that, you know, usually you got to take into consideration your own mode of transportation, and that's why I usually drove and not flew. save money. But then, that, I mean, that's why guys got to sell shit after shows. So ultimately, everybody, if you ever go to a comedy show and somebody's selling something, please buy it for them. That, that helps them with gas money or whatever. Or if you don't want to buy shit, just throw money at them. Here's five bucks. Here's ten bucks. Whatever. But anyway, Tulsa, Oklahoma. There was a guy. um, This happened back on July 2nd, so it's over a month now. It's been a while. This didn't happen at a Sonic. I, I think I've only ever eaten at a Sonic once. I don't know how Sonics managed to do business here in Michigan. If you don't know what a Sonic is, it's basically like you go, you park your car, and a waiter comes to your car. Now, we live in a fucking state where the weather is shitty a good six months out of the year, so... I don't know. Whatever. But the cops had to be called. Why were the cops called to the Sonics, dude? Was someone pissed off about the goddamn burger? Nope. Some man was pissed off at another man, and he fucking handled business. Clinton Collins, of course his name is Clinton Collins, good old CC, the fucking CC Music Factory, he assaulted another man, now it doesn't tell me this other man's name, it doesn't say anything about him, other than Clinton beat the shit out of him, and he did it in a very unique manner, well what'd he do, Stu, did he slap him with a burger? No, that would have been hilarious, but no. What he did is he went to go fight this guy in his weapon of choice, because you need a weapon, really, if you're going to do street justice, you got to have a fucking weapon. This is street justice. His weapon of choice was a flagpole. <laughs> no, I don't know where the fuck the flagpole came from. You're at a goddamn Sonic. It wasn't like you were on your stoop at your house and there's a flagpole right there. You're a fucking patriotic son of a gun. So I don't know, like, who has a flagpole in their car? I'm very curious as to how this flagpole came to be the man's weapon of choice. I also wanted to know, if was the flag still on it? Was this guy, like, incredibly patriotic and he fucking assaulted somebody with the flag while he was saluting it? <laughs> he never let it touch the ground, Right? But he took this flagpole and he shoved it through the guy's bottom of his jaw. And it came up through his head, out his temple. So I'm going, oh, dead. The guy's dead, right? You take a flagpole and you shove it through someone's head, through the bottom of his jaw, and it comes out the other end, through his temple. He's dead. But apparently he's not the guy the, the victim. They had to take him to the hospital. Of course they had to take him to the hospital. You don't you fucking don't walk around with a flagpole in your head and go, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Hey, why is everybody saluting me? Oh yeah, I forgot. I got a flagpole in my face. They're now calling me flagpole face. FF. The extra F is for fucker. <laughs> um They apparently, they had to like get the jaws of life or something and like chop the flagpole down so that this fucking dude could get into the ambulance. Like what is happening here? Now this is where I get pissed off at articles like this. Because they don't tell you why. why. Why the fuck did Clinton go after this dude and fucking destroy him like he did? Right. Witnesses told police they saw Clinton Collins charge the victim and stab him with the flagpole. Tulsa police said witnesses also said they heard Collins say, "That's what he gets. He deserved it." Collins was taken into custody after officers arrived at Sonic, so he didn't didn't even run away. So it makes me go, "What did this other fucker do?" Collins was arrested for maiming after a former conviction of a felony and has not been convicted at this time. And I mean, this dude, they got a mugshot of this guy and this guy, this guy looks like he's on his way of becoming like a fucking Santa Claus impersonator. He's got like this long scraggly fucking gray beard that was probably yellow from all the goddamn Winstons and fucking Pall Malls that he smokes. He does not look like a well man. He does look like a man who would carry a fucking flagpole as a weapon. He's just got the flagpole in his back pocket. You know how guys would used to keep like combs in their back pocket, maybe their wallet in their back pocket. Nope, this guy's got a flagpole. He is a flagpole sitter. That's what this guy is. (laughs) Fucking weirdo. I am here for that street justice, though. There needs to be a follow-up. Big Mike, if you ever see a follow-up on this, please let me know. Because I really want to know, what what did this guy do to deserve it? Did he touch uh, Clinton's sister in an inappropriate manner? Did he fucking rob Clinton in some fucking way? Or was it like, eh, this guy fucking caught in line at Sonic? you know? Or was it something as dumb as that? Because Clinton does look like the kind of guy who's going to flip on you right quick if he feels like he's been slighted in any kind of capacity. I was in the shooter, and I asked him if he had a square to spare, and he said no. So I got to stab this bitch with my flagpole. Fucking crazy. Now I have another instance of straight justice that I'm not here for. This happened in Maine, the great state of Maine. I have also performed comedy in Maine as well. I loved it. The first I was there for like a, a weekend tour like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday and every night was different and I remember the very first night when we were there we, we were in the bar and the guy who owned the bar did that fucking stereotypical like Boston accent like fucking parking your car, having God? He's talking like that. You gotta fucking have some lobster, you know, you motherfucker. I'm like, holy shit, this is real. You're not putting me on. You're not fucking uh working on your fucking dialect because you're auditioning for a part, uh, for a Matt Damon movie. He was really talking like that, so I I enjoyed Maine as well too. This happened, uh, does it tell me where? Brunswick? Brunswick, Maine? Wherever the fuck Brunswick is? Old lady, 87-year-old lady, Marjorie Perkins. Of course, her name's Marjorie. I talked about old names yesterday on the Patreon. I found it to be very funny. I don't know if anyone else did, but naming babies old people names, Walter. <laughs> this, is, this is my two-week-old baby, Walter. Why does Walter have a receding hairline? (laughs) Fucking weird. Why is Walter complaining and yelling at clouds? Fucking Walter. But good old Marjorie Perkins said she woke at 2 a.m. on July 22nd and saw a young man standing over her bed. He didn't have his shirt and pants on. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And he told her he was going to cut her. Now alright I'm already like oh fuck Marjorie you got raped right this guy took his pants off and his shirt off and he's hovering over your bed this clearly wants some old vagina he wants some OV but Marjorie's like you ain't getting none of this bitch cause she hopped out of her fucking bed and she's like I'm just gonna start kicking this dude in the balls and I'm like yes Marjorie I'm here for it. Kick that motherfucker in the balls. I want him to taste testicles in the back of his mouth. That's what I want. But this fucker, he's like, I'm not letting some old lady kick my ass. So he just started fighting her back. He's punching her in the face. I can't imagine punching an 87 year old woman in the face. What does that feel like on your fist? Does it feel like you're punching paper? Look, like Ashes? Like you're hitting a fucking uh, burnt charcoal brisket? Like it just disintegrates when you punch it? Like I don't know what's happening. But fucking uh, Marjorie was fucking hardcore. She's fighting him off. She had a chair. She's beating his ass with a chair. And then uh, Marjorie was like yelling for help. And then I don't know what the fuck happened. This kid must have just fucking felt defeated that he wasn't able to beat up an 87-year-old woman with ease. They did not have a picture of this kid. Maybe because he was 17, they didn't have a picture. But I'm like, I want to see the picture of the the fucking 17-year-old man that's not beating up a fucking 87-year-old woman. But he just goes. I'm really hungry. <laughs> In the middle of the fight, I'm just hungry. And she's like, "Oh, like every grandma. Oh, let me feed you, <laughs> right? Every grandma is all about feeding you until you die of diabetes." But she, you know, so that maybe that was her revenge. I'm going to give this kid diabetes, and he's going to lose a foot. So she gave him a box of peanut butter and honey crackers, two protein drinks, and two tangerines. And she was like, here, honey, eat this and get the fuck out. And he did. He left. He left. He got he's like a, it was like he was a bear. He was just this dumb, hungry bear broke into her house and didn't know how to fucking open up goddamn cabinets. <laughs> stupid bear. So Marjorie called 911 on her rotary phone because of course she has a rotary phone. When was the last time you saw an active working rotary phone? Never! I can't, I don't know the last time I saw a rotary phone. It's weird, I saw some YouTube clip where they were asking like Millennials or Gen Z people to use a rotary phone. They gave him a phone number and they said, all right, use that machine to call a person and we'll give you a hundred bucks or whatever it was. And they couldn't fucking do it. I found it so goddamn funny. I mean, it, it isn't necessarily intuitive. I'll give them that. But it was just funny that they couldn't do it. So she called 911 and they came and they found the guy. They found him. They found the kid. He wasn't too far away. And they arrested him. But here's the here's the the sad part, the scary part. I mean, in that part, like, good, good on Marjorie for feeding this kid. But I'm also like fuck that kid and fuck Marjorie. She should have continued to kick this guy in the balls and hit him with the chair. She fucking stood should have ch- stood on the chair, jumped off it and fucking elbowed that kid right in the fucking throat. That's what she should have done. That's what that's street justice. Giving him food is not street justice. That's like kindness and forgiveness and I'm not here for that shit. That shit's weak, Marjorie. Get that shit that weak shit out of here. I need street justice. But here's the thing. She apparently knew this kid. Apparently he came and mowed her lawn like 10 years ago, she said. I'm like going, this kid came and mowed your lawn when he was 7? Apparently he did. Uh, 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 Perkins, who has become a bit of an international celebrity since the attack, said she still feels safe in the home where she's resided for 42 years but worries about rampant crime. She said it seems to have gotten worse over the past few years and that criminals don't fear going to jail. Now, unfortunately, Marjorie, I think you feel that way because you're 87 and 87-year-olds are just fearful of fucking everything. I don't necessarily believe that to be the case. I don't think it's true. I'm not really sure that crime is worse. I think, unfortunately, we're just more knowledgeable about it with fucking the news everywhere and the internet everywhere I'm not sure if it's necessarily true though uh, 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 so that the, the kid's fucked to me it sounds like that kid's got mental health issues right? I mean if you're fucking breaking into an 87 year old woman's house and you're like naked I'm assuming uh, I'm assuming there's some mental health shit going on there All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. I'm tired. It was a long day for me. This podcast is always fun to do, but I'm tired. I ain't got shit to talk about. Other than, let me mention this quickly. I do. uh, I help moderate a group on Facebook, West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. Go, go join the group if you like sporting cards or sports memorabilia or any of that shit. Uh, Just go hit. Just ask to join. We got three questions. We gotta weed out the wackos just answer the three questions and then we'll let you in. You don't have to live in West Michigan. There's a lot of people who don't. But uh, there's a guy in there who was asking questions about cards. He's like, can someone help me with these cards? I'm trying to fucking determine how much they're worth. And I'm like, well, show the pictures of the cards, dude. I I can't fucking help you if you don't tell me what you got. So he's messaging me these things. And uh, clearly he's very new card collecting which is fine I'm I'm still relatively new I don't know everything I'll help guys out when I can but it was just so fun these guys always think they're sitting on a gold mine they're always like oh my god I had a Kobe Bryant rookie card and I thought it'd be worth thousands of dollars because he's dead now and I'm like well it doesn't it doesn't work that way right like if you have a card and there's 10 million of these cards made It doesn't matter who the player was or if he's alive or dead or what. It's still a junk card. It has a little value, and by a little value, I mean it's worth, like, maybe a buck or two or whatever, right? It's not, you're not going to be able to fucking retire, dude. So I'm trying to help the guy, right? And then he's like, "Ah, I'm not really sure what I should do. And I'm like, well, you can always take your cards to, like, a card shop, and then they can, uh, you know, They can maybe give you an offer. But I reminded him, like, the card shops are in this to make money, too. So don't feel like you're going to go in there and make a shit ton of money. If you're just looking to get rid of cards, hoping to get something, it's a good place to start. And I was like, where do you live? And he's like, I live near Muskegon. And I was like, all right, find a card shop near Muskegon. And he's like... Oh, I don't really know if there are any. And I was like, dude, you are on a fucking goddamn computer. If you're on Facebook, you have access to a computer. And with that computer, there's this thing called Google. And when you Google shit, you find shit. And you get information. And life is better. Like, I don't understand. We hold fucking, like, the information to, like, everything. We have, we, in our hand, with our phone, our smartphone, we have fucking the ability to get anything we want, pretty much so I went and I was like I knew of one card shop in the Muskegon area, because I've been to it and I found two others, and I just screenshot the things to him, and I'm like here you go, man, he's like, oh, I've lived here for 37 years, and I've never even heard of these places or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that, man there's a lot of shit in Grand Rapids that I don't know exists, but I know I can fucking find shit on goddamn Google it's weird to me when people fucking can't Use Google correctly. This is the search bar. Look for shit. It took me like three seconds to find this shit. Fuck. Speaking of Google, I want you to Google some things. I want you to go to goddamn Facebook. And I want you to look in Facebook. And I want you to go like a couple things. I already mentioned West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. Go join that group. Go check out Extra Levels... uh, Extra Level... Extra... Extra Levels Game Fuck I'm having a hard time tonight everybody Extra Levels Gaming And their website ExtraLevelsGaming.com It's a a video game store In Holt, Michigan They got new games, old games All sorts of games So if you're a gamer, and I'm assuming some of you are gamers Go check them out I think their website's still down But you can go to their Facebook page ExtraLevelsGaming.com Um Go check out Magic JBM. That's my buddy John Midgley. He's a big-time magician. He's, he does a lot of drawing. He makes some videos. He's got some good shit. So go check out uh, Magic JBM for all your magic needs. And then check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple, who has decided that if they're going to stay together, they're going to eat a whole lot of coleslaw. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird to me, but that's what they're doing. You do what you do to make things work. So they, uh, they eat a lot of coleslaw. They make Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. So if you like coleslaw, and I'm sure you do, go like their page to The Sunday Slaw. And then Adam is a part of a uh, charity called Alex's Arcade. And what they do is they try to help out children and their families when they're dealing with pediatric cancer. They have a golf outing on Saturday, September 9th at the Bellawood Golf Course in Macomb, Michigan. So if you're interested in it, go to alexsarcade.org and you can get all the information. And all the proceeds go to benefit Alex's Arcade. So you should think about it. Think about doing it. It should be fun. And then uh, if you go to uh, Instagram, you can check out Bear Boards and Tables. My buddy Mark's got a page over there where he shows all the stuff he makes out of wood. Bear, like a grizzly bear, boards and tables. And then he's got a link to his Macari store where you can buy the shit. And if you look and you don't see anything that you like, tell Mark what you do want. And he can probably make you something. So again, bare boards and tables on Instagram. And last but surely not least, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. And he has a store on Etsy where he sells a lot of his clay gnomes that he makes. They're pretty sweet. I gotta make, I got to get him to make me another Buffalo Bills one. So, uh, go check him out, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. So, that's it. You guys are great. I love you. Thanks for listening. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow for a Patreon, or I will see you on Monday for the next freebie. You guys are great. Love you. Please uh, rate, review, subscribe, and share, and all that good shit. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Goodbye. Okay,